Hey everyone, Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. Today we're gonna to talk about different leadership styles in business. And if you Google leadership styles in business, you see like there's nine different leadership styles or eight different leadership styles. Today I just wanna talk about three. And uh, so let's keep the music and then we'll get right into those. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Doesn't have to be so hard. Business in life made simple. All right, hey everyone. So as I was preparing for this live, we had chosen the topic about talking about different leadership styles, and it it made me ponder like the last I've been in business fifteen years, and and um, obviously a leader being a CEO, I have to fulfill that role, and and it's like how how do I how am I as a leader? Where do I fail? Where do I succeed? And just really just pondering all, all that. And so then I went, I always try to look at myself first, my situation, and then I go to the internet and start researching what other people think about leadership styles. And and uh, it was interesting. There's a lot of articles about the eight different leadership styles, or the nine different leadership styles. And, and I just printed off like one article that HubSpot had done. And they talk about the democratic leadership or the autocratic leadership or the, um, I think it's the laissez-faire leadership, uh, strategic leadership, transformational leadership, transactional leadership, coach style leadership, bureaucratic leadership. And so there, uh, it, it can kind of get lost and it can feel complicated. Be like, okay, what kind of leader am I? What kind of leader should I be? And and sometimes I think we try to overcomplicate uh, making things too black and white. Kind of like when we take a lot of personality tests. It's like, oh, I'm this. Or And I think about over the years, as I've taken, I still like to take personality tests. I think they're very eye-opening. But I find over the years, I've gotten more and more like middle of the road with some things because I've learned that, okay, in this situation, I might act this way or in this situation, I might act this way. And so I start to be more agile. I think we hear that word all the time now, right? We need to be more agile in business. But I think as leaders, we need to be able to be more agile in our leadership style sometimes too. I mean, you hear the word servant leader all the time. And yes, we should always have that servant leader. But I think servant leadership comes down to having values, having having core uh, traits within us that we believe and internally we care about people and love people. And and so I, I look at servant leadership as maybe like a global thing that we, we internalize based on our values and principles that we live by. And, um, and, and so as leadership, I feel like that's like step one, like before you'd be like, oh, this is how I should be, I should be this type of leader. You know, one, I think it depends on what, what phase of business you're in. Like, are you in a growth phase of business in a, in a momentum phase or a foundational phase of business? Uh, what phase of team forming are you in? And then we've talked about these a lot in our company. Um, are you in a team forming, team storming? And I'll talk about these in a, in a minute, but team forming, team storming, team, uh, norming or performing like those are four different phases of team development and so like there's all these variables that go into it and sometimes like when you're in a growth phase and you're moving fast like doing a lot of coaching with different employees can be difficult because you're just moving so fast and trying to figure things out you don't have the time to give back but if you're in a performing stage of team or you're or you're um, in a stage where you're in a momentum phase of business like you might have more time to give back and and be able to coach and, and give more to your employees in that way. And so I just think there's phases and gradients to leadership that I, I try to bring in the different angles so you don't look at it so black and white when you hear something. It's like, oh, I must be feeling as a leader because I don't do this or I don't fit in this box. And so just realize there's so many different stages of life and business. And, and same thing with like serving. There's this kind of this... Um, 
this phases of serving and giving too, right? Like we should always be giving and serving, but there becomes a time where you have to take care of yourself and make yourself, you make sure you're self-reliant too, to be able to help other people. If you give everybody everything else, you don't have anything left for yourself to provide for yourself. So it, it kind of goes to that same thing. Like we have to make sure our house is in order as a leader and our house is in order as a business, and then we can do more for other people at a higher level, at a deeper level. It doesn't mean that we're not still thinking of people, it's just done differently. And so when I, um, to talk about leadership, I really wanted to like really generalize it into just three different uh, leadership styles. And um, I think you'll probably kind of determine which one's a good one or not. So authoritarian and autocratic is kind of like that, do what I say, this is how I want you to do it, and and, um, and they're just not really giving you a voice, and you're, they're just telling you how it should be done. And um, I really struggle with this one because I see a lot of employees that come to work for us come from places that are like that, which makes me realize that there are still a lot of leaders and companies like this, and that could still very well be the majority. And, um, and that's and I think a lot of larger corporations are like this, but I, we get a lot of people from smaller companies too. So it makes me realize that this is very much still a leadership style. There's the, the CEO is more of the controlling, has everything, this is the way it's done and documented and there isn't any gray area. And I kind of get frustrated in politics when I listen to it too, because like we set these rules, but we don't give anybody some freedom to be able to think for ourselves and be able to say, okay, in this situation, that's probably not the best thing. A recent example is like the two-year-old that was kicked off the United bus, like we're not wearing a mask. And I have seven kids. I'm like, man, to get a two-year-old wearing a mask is like virtually impossible if anybody has kids. So like, can we think for ourselves and be like, okay, this is probably a situation that doesn't warrant kicking a family off the bus for a two-year-old not wearing a mask. So I think we get too stuck in this black and white world where we can't think for ourselves anymore. We can't think in a gradient way. And so just in business, I think in leadership, we need to make sure we're that way too. We don't want to be so authoritarian or um, where we are actually saying, this is how you need to do it. And um, this is the only way to do it. And we can't create, this is that will stifle innovation. And if it, the millennial generation or like what's the younger generation after millennials, the Gen, Gen Z generation, I think they uh, like, they want to be able to have a voice and opinions and, and so if that's your style of leadership, you're going to really struggle creating growth and innovation within your company. Um, and so I, pretty likely you'll have a lot of turnover and um, not a lot of growth in your company. Um, and then another kind of the opposite spectrum is uh, the laissez-faire, uh, uh, it's a French term meaning leave alone. And, and it's uh, something we hear that word, that phrase a lot. And uh and it's kind of to me is like, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. And you kind of have this hands off approach to it. And I almost think, though, like it's not really to me like a style of leadership. To me, it could be very well be avoidance because as much as I think of that different as not micromanaging or empowering people, um, I think of it as more like, OK, you know, just let the cards fall where they fall and not kind of helping lead things along or help coach people or empower people or create a foundation for the company of, of values and, and vision and purpose. You know, as leaders, it's our job to lay those elements so that so that teams can feel empowered to go forward and, and make decisions. So I think that's kind of the, the full other spectrum. And so the third style of leadership is more of the democratic type leadership where, you know, you really want to work together and, and you really, I believe, can make magic happen when you combine different strengths and weaknesses. And I was just on a call today with somebody and and we were talking about like these gaps that we're feeling and, and who could fill that gap. And we start to feel like this kind of sinking feeling or this void feeling like something's missing or 
And it's amazing in leadership when you just start to listen to that inner voice within you, how you're guided along the way on what decisions to make or how to act and what to say. And so often we try to just be by the book and read read what somebody else told us to say and how to act. And we don't listen enough to those promptings that we get in our gut. And I can't tell you how many times all of the stars aligned and everything was just perfectly choreographed. Even in the midst of chaos and muck, things can be so perfectly choreographed that you realize these little tender mercies and miracles that, that guide you along your business. And I think it's um, truly miraculous if you allow that type of leadership to play a role and really, and really getting a feel for getting to understand people and strengths and be like, you know, people leaving and going and, and changing where they work and, and what position they work within a company like that's all evolution of, of people progressing in this life and life's a journey. Leadership is a journey. And, and so um, at the beginning, I kind of talked about different formations of of team formation. And I think me listing what they are again and, and giving a quick definition of them will kind of make you realize that leadership, again, needs to be agile. You need to know your principal foundations as a leader and what you stand for. And again, those are those values that you have. You have the values that you have as a company. But then I think there's actual traits within as, as leaders that we need to all have. And uh, a while back, probably a few months ago, I read an article um, about it was an article about Taoism and some of the principles and how they translate into leadership. And it talked about um, some of uh, the Taoism beliefs. And they talked about three values, which I thought were critical to leadership. And uh, one is um, compassion. The second is humility. And the third is moderation. And, and moderation is kind of a what, what's that? Like, what is why is that important? And I think with all the greed and the, and the extremes, like I think moderation plays more of a role, like it means more now than it probably did 10 years ago for us. And so we could see why moderation and leadership is critical because you get power hungry or greedy and, and you don't really you stop thinking about people. And so, and obviously if you have humility and compassion, you're able to, to see people for people, to see their uniqueness, their differences that they bring, their, their strengths, their weaknesses, their, the whole package. And, uh, and I think that we've gotten so far away from that, that I, I keep feel like I'm being redundant in so many of my lives because I'm like, man, we got, we can't lose these core things, these core principles that, that make us amazing as people and, and and what really is the foundation, the core of companies. And if we really want to keep capitalism alive and the greatness that is, is these small businesses trying to provide for their families. And like, it's, yeah, there's, I recently read an article that talked about like capitalism versus corporatism and how corporatism is just big, big, uh, almost monopoly type corporations that are pretty much government, you know, big government. And so it's like, we want to have, we don't want to lose what the purity of capitalism is and what that is. And so I, I say this because as leaders, it is our responsibility to make that impact, to create those companies that can um, create, and I've talked about this, a good company movement where we can become good companies that have good values that can create com employees that want to live good values. And then that, just like just like it starts in the home with foundational principles, it also can start within companies and bleed out into homes. And, and we as leaders can be make an impact and, and have a difference in people's lives through that. And so I, um, I love that part of capitalism and what it represents. And so I want us as leaders to, to realize that we need more of that democratic um, philosophy where we have people have opinions. We want people to empower them to make decisions. And so we need those foundational principles within our companies to be able to to make people have people feel safe and feel like they can um, 
can make a difference in not only the, the lives of your employees, but the customers that they serve. So, all right, getting back to the four uh, found four elements of team formation. So forming, like this is when a team, um, individ as individuals, there's a lack of clarity about the team's purpose and individual roles. So we're trying to like figure out, okay, who should be doing what, where, when, you know, it's, it's like literally you're forming these teams. And, um, and just because you're an established company doesn't mean you don't go back through some of these phases. And I know we, we keep experiencing this. And then storming, like people, there's conflict and, and people began to, be, begin to establish their place in their team. And, and you might feel like, you know, um, but people that are in tune with things, like I, I feel like employees are prepped for where they should go. And employers, if they, they're in tune with themselves, are prepped for where employers should go. And and it's not always a perfect balance like that, but but when there is, when people are comfortable moving and switching, and like I think of us as a growth company, we're always shifting and changing where people are, and and uh, like gratefully we have great employees that are willing to shift and adapt and are looking out for the the good of the company and and realize that it also benefits them in the long run as well if we're healthy and in the right spot. So there is this little bit of storming that happens when we're trying to figure all that out. Um, and then norming, and this is when things start to level off and, and start to start to be working. And um, so there's a level of consensus and agreement within the team. There's clarity about individual roles. The role of the leader is important in managing this, so people kind of know their expectations, what the results should be. Um, so again, it's it's setting that accountability as well, but also empowering them to make decisions. So it's not fully hands off or fully micromanaged. I believe there's a balance with that. Um, and then the next level is performing and the group has a clear in this in this group, they have a clear strategy and shared vision. So again, as, as a founder and as leaders, as CEOs, like it's our job to make sure they understand their visions. And then there can be individual visions and goals within the, the different teams as well. So that's important to understand, but they all need to be working towards the overall vision of the company. Um, and it, this is where you can start to create a little more of the autonomous groups and pods and teams and they can start working for themselves and and um, and so I think sometimes people like to get too fast into that and they don't realize the stages that it has to go through to get to those autonomous teams and laying that foundation within the organization. And so just seeing these um, different phases of team building, different phases of companies, when you go from foundation to growth to momentum phases of companies, we're always, there's all these ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And, and so it's not black and white. It's very much a gradient scale with all of this stuff. And so I wanted to, instead of like reading eight types of leadership and and uh, getting you bored with thinking you got to pinpoint which leader you are and live and breathe by that every single day, I try in this podcast to get you to really think within yourself, to feel yourself again, like be able to know, understand who you are and how you should act and when you should say what, when. And, and it, it um, a lot of times we're not, told what to say until the moment we're in it. And so because of that, it's important, again, to have our house in order where we have understand the values that we live by and the principles, because those shouldn't change. Because while while the way we um, the way we are as a leader might change and adapt and ebb and flow, or like there's times when I might be more of a coach, where there's times where I might be more strategic um, as a leader. And, and I change those roles depending on who it is I'm talking to, what stage we're at, what needs to get done, the results that need to happen. Like it, um, it's important. And it might seem overwhelming to think like, oh, but there's so many unknowns in that in that type of situation. But when you really start to understand who you are and have confidence in yourself and and know that there's a higher power leading you along the way, like 
whether you want to call it the universe or God or grace or whatever, like I couldn't do business without those elements. So I have to just put that in there because it uh, business is way too hard to go out alone. I can tell you that. So when I know that I see these things that aren't coincidences because of how well they align, you, those things give you power to to keep going and to get through those hard moments and those hard times. So just as a leader, be willing to, I think first, before you try to worry about what leader you are, first care about what your values are. And then from there, care about people. And then from there, learn about different, you know, learn about the different types of team forming and, and leadership and, and understand them so that you know you have those tools to be able to pick and, uh, and use in the right moment. Um, there's times when I'm going to be feisty and get mad and it doesn't mean that I don't care, but it's like, I, it rarely happens. But every once in a while, people need to know I'm serious. Um, I can't even think of when the last time that happened, but like there's times for, for people to know that things need to change. This isn't okay. Or there's times when we need to be gracious and let people make mistakes and, and act for themselves. Like I, I just, I always... I never want to put myself in a box as a leader and I always want to be willing to change and adapt and grow. So I hope that was helpful. Uh, my goal with this podcast is to really get you thinking for yourself, thinking of who you are and what your purpose is in life and where you want to go and not being um, just, I don't want to be the expert or the, or the influencer that just says, this is how you should do it. And if you do it, you're going to have success every time. Like I think there's, it, there's gradients and there's journeys for all of us. So I want you to really start to think for yourself and make those decisions. So I hope these are helpful. Um, stay tuned. I'm doing these live right now every Tuesday. I'm kind of trying to find out my cadence. I want to start putting in some podcasting interviews and different stuff in the new year. And so I'm uh, bear with me as I'm trying to figure out my cadence as I've uh, been doing these lives. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. I will uh, see you guys next week. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple